following program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production. It's Bowling for the Bahamas and Celebrity Bowling Challenge to benefit the Bahamas Disaster Relief Fund. Sunday, December 1st, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. AMF Pinorama Lanes, 1724 Genesee Street, Utica. Come have fun and enjoy a few games of bowling for a good cause. There will be prizes, food and drink specials, and some special challenges mixed in along the way. $20 per bowler or $100 per team includes two games and shoe rental. All proceeds go directly to the Bahamas Relief Foundation. That's Bowling for the Bahamas and Celebrity Bowling Challenge, presented by Disruption Network, Holy Pizzoli, and AMF Pinorama Lanes. Sunday, December 1st, 1724 Genesee Street, Utica. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new pre-owned or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome or visit us online at nivwofrome.com. Want to know what's going on at the D? Hit up DisruptionNetwork.net and check out our events calendar brought to you by the Events Co. Find out about upcoming guests, special events, concerts, show schedules, community activities, and more. Get connected at DisruptionNetwork.net. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. What's cracking, everybody? How are you? Greetings and salutations. We're live here on the D, DisruptionNetwork.net. You can follow along on all Disruption Network social media platforms. Yeah. Big day today for the D. I don't know if you guys got a chance to catch leveling up with Meg McGrogan, but her and her guest, Steve McMurray from WKTV, was just in the house. Mentioning the Business of the Year Awards, and yours truly, the D, up for finalist of Business of the Year. Woo! How about that? Huh? Can you believe that? Not bad for a bunch of degenerates, right? Well <laughs> earned. Yeah. It's about time. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm pretty excited. I'm beside myself, if you will. Does that mean you win, or you're just you're up for it? We're just up for it. Just being... Nominated yeah, yeah, yeah. is no, a huge I, accomplishment I in itself. Yeah, I mean, we're you guys know where we started from in that little closet over there to where we are and just now keep growing and growing. See, and I'm happy. For <laughs> I'm finally out of the closet, finally. Jeff. Yes, finally. finally out of the closet. But uh, 
Yeah, it was really, really cool. And, and thank you to the Chamber of Commerce for the recognition and also to the um, Steve McMurray from WKTV for coming in and making the announcement. And congratulations to all the finalists out there. A lot, a lot of cool organizations, a lot of cool businesses that are nominated for Business of the Year Award. And I think the, the awards are December 12th. December 12th. I'm not 100%. Check your local listings, but we will be there. And I'm going to dress up. I might dress up for that. What do you mean by that? I, I, I'll put on a golf shirt. Your pants. Maybe. And pants, yeah. too. Yeah. Full-length pants? <laughs> Full-length, yeah. Wow. And a wow. golf shirt. All right. All right. Very nice. It's hard to own a business, you know? That's a tough grind. And we're, and we're going to get you. into that, for sure. We're yeah. going to get into that. And you two would know better than anybody. That's for damn sure. But much love out to my friends over at Utica Coffee. WakeTheHellUp.com. You yes. can find them online. They keep us hydrated here every day on the D. Thank you so much to Heather and Frank. Also, thank you to Saranac, EJA Moving Services, uh, Utica Hemp Company, Big supporter of the CBD movement that's going on in the world. So if you are living in pain, make sure you check out our friends from Utica Hemp Co. and, and see what CBD does for you because it works for me every day. And also, much love to Nye Volkswagen in Rome. Mention the D. Mention you listen to us on a daily basis. They'll give you a $250 off your vehicle purchase. Hit them up, NyeVDubofRome.com. Jeff and Pam Adderman in the house. My good friends, it's so good to see you two. Nice to be here. You guys are starting to look alike. You're starting to look alike. Yeah, I know. It's weird. We've Uh, we've been together so long now, and we spend every minute of every day together, so we're melding into a, a thing. Yeah. It's not conscious. No, it's not. It's not. It's no, not. no, no, it's not. Oh, I'm or you're like, you know, she's dressing me or something or whatever. <laughs> it isn't. It's just that you sort of wind up in the same like if you're with the right person, mm-hmm. you just sort of wind up in the same place. And and this is how we feel right now. Yeah. In Pam's case, it's almost like you're resembling your dog or something. Right. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, cute puppy, though. he's such a good boy. <laughs> he's a good boy. <laughs> Well, that took... uh... (laughs) You knew it was going to go off the rails right off the bat, pal. (laughs) The relationship we've had throughout the years, and Jeff and I go way back, uh, 20 plus years um, from the Red Herring days and the Metro and all the Rome clubs and just so many years. Yeah, Bobby McGee's and... Bobby McGee. Yeah, so much things went on back then. Parisi's, do you remember that too? I don't. That was a little bit before you. And then Coleman's. Well, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coleman's, you guys were there all the time. Remember the rock slide? I do. What, that what? was Parisi's. Okay. I gotcha. Rome's starting to come back a little bit, too. Have you noticed Absolutely. that? Yes, they're on the upswing. I think they're where Utica was 10, 15 years ago. They're really kind of on the cusp of mm-hmm. something great. Yeah. I think Jackie Izzo has, seems to be doing really good things for them. Yes, yeah, And is. their grant writer, Diane Shoemaker, exceptionally exceptionally brilliant grant grant writer she is the behind the scenes unsung hero of a lot of these projects wow i think they just had to re i mean i'm from rome yeah i I was born and raised there you know up until when i moved here in 96 so um i could say things about rome (laughs) you can no no i guess what i'm saying is i think it took them a minute to figure out after the base left and after the mills left and the things they had to figure out like what the new thing was sure cities have cycles just like anything else in in the universe you know there's a a birth and a death and that's what happened but you know utica had it too in the city fathers when all of the um, cotton mills went bust because everything moved south the city fathers got together and they um, invented the loom to boom idea so they went from looms the cotton mills to economic boom through 
um, transistor radios and all of the um, aeronautical stuff that they did. So cities have to reinvent themselves just like people, like businesses. Bing, boom, boom. This was History Moment with <laughs> Pam and Jeff. We could no, do this no. all day. Deep, I deep love geek. this stuff. Deep geek, sorry. <laughs> I guess deep all geek. I'm saying is that in the 80s, it, 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 I remember being a Roman and Utica wasn't the, like we were making fun of it a little. Right. So everybody's got their ebb and flow. I said this recently. Back in the day, Uticans used to go to Rome to go party. We used to go to Rome all the time in the 90s. Go hang out. There's a lot of things to do. And then back, that switched a little bit where the Romans would come to Utica, but the Uticans wouldn't go to Rome. So now we got to try to figure out how to get the Uticans back to Rome. Yeah, it's still almost the same, I think. Mm -hmm. Here's what I don't understand. I, I did not grow up here. And I don't understand why we are not all the same city. I there agree. Is, you know, it's eight miles, and it might as well be 8,000 miles. Mm-hmm. There is no Utica-Rome difference. It's the Utica-Rome area. And I think that not-for-profits should start programming together. Bands should start swapping shows. I mean, we really need to foster that because as if we stick together, we're bigger. We can do more together as a region. We should really work on that. I agree. I mean, any place else, those would be... Suburbs of each other. We would be suburb of Syracuse anyplace else. Yeah. You know, right. we won't even get into well, that. Well, Rome is like the biggest area, like yeah, third, the, the third largest land area mass. land mass mm-hmm. in the United States. Yep. That's a big area to cover. What's it, like 30 miles yeah, of Rome yeah, or something yeah. like that? And that's a huge asset to them. You know, mm-hmm. we could, if we did some sort of planned infill, I mean, we could really have a great little alternative metro area here. Yeah. And very spread out, too. Mm-hmm. Which would be great, mm-hmm. and it would add more uh, businesses. Maybe wrong with space, right? We like our space. I'm all right with a little. <laughs> you know, we got know water, we got air. We're right in the middle of the state. You know, mm-hmm. there are a ton of assets that this place has that, you know, I think um, it's hard to see what you have if you. It's, it's the Bank of Utica. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any locust swarms. <laughs> no mudslides. No sharknado. No killer bees. Yeah, and but, no, no but traffic that, too. No, no, I uh, totally. And that's, that's that's a beauty. People think we have traffic here, and it's like a we parking get, problem. Yeah, we get kids from the city, and they're. Like, yeah, this is rush hour, you know. Like they're like laughing, you know. Well, right. that's what broke me. I I grew up in San Francisco, and I was going to the grocery store, which was less than two miles from my house. I got stuck on the one hundred and one, and it was an hour and a half to get to the grocery store. Wow! So it, I hour mean, I lost half. my mind, and that's yeah. a that's a regular that? thing. That's a regular thing in cities to have an hour commute each way is the way that you live. I mean, we rarely wait in line for anything here it's mm-hmm. true unless it's like a super busy restaurant night or a show at the something you know something mm-hmm. but basically you don't wait in line for squat here right you don't wait through a stoplight more than once you know? waiting in line is a way of life that's you live a, in new york you're 30 your life is yeah, in line. In line it, yeah in line or in a car just exactly. waiting you're to just go waiting to waiting go. to merge yes and then it <laughs> takes 40 minutes to go you know five blocks yeah that's all quality of life stuff you know and i i wish that people could appreciate that kind of more intangible stuff more that's what cracks me up when people are complaining about like traffic being stuck there because of the construction like what's going on mm-hmm. down towards the um, bottom of the the bridge there on North mm-hmm. Jenny. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is progress, people. Yes. So what? you got to wait in line for an extra five minutes. Right. It could be hell of a lot worse, like you said, an hour and a half just yes. to go like two miles. And guess it what? It could be so worse. Go two blocks in either direction and go around it. Yeah, go another way. <laughs> you know? exactly. It's not like you don't know, you know that that's going to be torn up I, for the next two years. You know? I believe that this place does have a sort of weird thing in the air that I don't know what it is. It's not just music or art or anything. It's in general. They just like to complain. Yeah. 
unnecessarily. I think that's just human nature in general, not just upstate New York, man. It, it's that human nature. Yeah. It, people just love to complain and, and love to. But progress is inevitable. It happens. Exactly. You complain all you want. Okay. It's going to go. Get on know. board. You might as well just get on board. Those ones that are complaining are not the ones reflecting on themselves. Well, I think that there absolutely is a space for debate, and mm -hmm. some of some of the pro quote progress that's happening is maybe not the best plan for it. Maybe there's no plan for some of it. The process how, that uh, brought it about was maybe not great. It's not. I think that some of these people aren't anti-progress; they're anti-process. Mm -hmm. How that happened, right. so. You know, we have to respect we have to respect each other's point of view. There has to always be room for debate in society. I agree. And compromise. Yes, compromise. Compromise. We're trying to run a society out here, people. Yeah. Look, and you're running a business, right? You pitch somebody for a price with if you're if any idea what you're doing. You Which we don't. <laughs> right? Full, disclosure. Full disclosure. Makes two of us. Yeah, no, we're not As far as the business side. But yeah. no, in all seriousness, you do, you do sort of pitch something where you're like, you know, if you're smart, you, put, you pitch in some wiggle room. In other words, you pitch in some room for compromise where mm -hmm. somebody else mm -hmm. hits you back and mm -hmm. says, well, I was thinking more like this or blah, blah. So that you meet in the middle where you're both, everybody's cool with mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? And nobody's taking a bath. That's all. It's negotiation 101. Right. And having some compassion and compromise yes. will make us progress more Absolutely. as a society. Right. Compassion is a, a sorely missing thing, I it think, is. for in society in general these days, and it's too bad. It is too bad. Well, I think it's a lot of everybody's trying to just get everything they can get for themselves at all times, mm -hmm. which is okay, but it, it is, it is, it's cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's, it, it sucks to be on the losing end of that stick, mm -hmm. and I just I don't know. I don't know if it's. I, I think that you could get more done if there was compromise on a lot of levels. Yep. It may not be exactly what everybody wants, but the critical mass of it begins to accumulate in a way where you just you get a lot of shit done. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, and maybe it's a little rough on the edges, but man, we got a lot of this shit done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Instead mm -hmm. of dying on a hill for everything you want on one thing and alienating everybody and polarizing everybody. You know what I'm trying to say? Or mm -hmm. just for greed, for money. I or mean, there's money, so yeah. much more to business than money. You know I mean? I agree. Ben Franklin is like my ultimate hero. And he always said, you know, do well by doing good. And that's kind of how we've tried to run our business. We call it like compassionate capitalism. We got to make money. Everybody's got to make money. But you don't have to take every cent out of a band's hide. You know, we understand Jeff is a musician his entire life. I went to art school. You know, my family is full of creative people, people that have their own business. We understand how hard it is to make that dollar. Mm -hmm. so, especially around here, especially too. Especially around here. Here. Absolutely. It is it is an unforgiving place for arts in a lot of ways. You know, if you're an original band, it's very hard to find somewhere to play. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of reasons to do it. Right. In other words, you know, like there's like in like say like a city like a Philly or a New York or whatever. There's a cool factor, you know, that's mm -hmm. like you want to make the scene. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a social benefit to it. Right. There, and, 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 and that just doesn't exist here. You know, you've really got to. <laughs> You've really got to, like, you're kind of a dented can if you're doing what you're doing or what we're doing or what bands, original bands especially, but any band or artist is doing in this particular place. It's very, 
it's an uphill thing anyway. And then on top of it, I think it's even harder here. I see the other side of the coin, too, where it is a little tough if you're an original band or an artist or something here in Utica. But Utica's so centrally located. There's mm -hmm. huge advantage. Right. <laughs> and that's the best advantage, yes. I think, personally. And yep. just I tell the bands all the time, like, you can live here in Utica and then travel. You could get to New York City in three and a half hours. You yeah. can get to Boston in four hours. You get to freaking Canada in another country in four hours. Yes. Like, there is places mm -hmm. to play all over. Make you. Mm -hmm essentially home make it home and you maybe play your hometown maybe at once every six months or something but make sure you're out there doing the work in other markets totally. uh, we have um a band house mm -hmm. for the studio you still got the fort yeah we do um, cool. yeah, the, we have yeah, yeah. A, a spot for bands to stay in a separate building in oneida square right across from the museum mm -hmm. and we always pitch it this place as being centrally isolated it's you know we really are surrounded by forests. It's beautiful. It's rural. It's pastoral. But you are central. You're yeah. right on the throughway in the middle of the state. Like you said, you, in six hours, I forget what the what the statistic is, but you can be in basically every uh, big city in the Northeast within six hours. Indeed, that's incredible. It is. It's an incredible gift. It our is. geography. And there's so many great music scenes right around our area. Mm -hmm. I mean, Syracuse is flourishing. Mm -hmm. Rochester's always got a great music Rochester's scene. Rochester's, Rochester's great. killing it. And yeah. all different genres, it. too. It's not yes, just it one particular no, genre. No, it used yep. to be a little bit lopsided, but it's yeah. really yep. spread out. Now. I don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. And they have used the arts really as a, a weapon of economic development. And you're they right. They are very forward about what they've done. They were no better off than we were. No. Right. Oh, worse, yeah. We're all in the same boat up here, right? All right. these Erie Canal cities are in the exact same boat, mm. no pun intended. But they've been <laughs> really, really aggressive about using arts for that, and I think that Utica could take a page out of their book. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. In fact, we should... We could be a little Rochester, no, 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 no problem. I agree. And the powers that be here in the area should... Take a look at what Rochester is doing, Absolutely. and maybe use it as Their a formula district, to what's going on. I don't know on. if you've ever been Absolutely. down there. Oh yeah, I and love they do Rochester. Those, those shows, you know what you were always talking about? Those art shows on mm -hmm. porches, and yep. you just walk porch around. Porch fest, porch fest. Yeah, porch yeah. Fest. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, that's hello. I mean, Gen our our downtown is really Genesee Street, mm -hmm. right? There's a tiny node that's downtown Bag Square, but we have a horizontal downtown. So can you imagine a porch fest all along Genesee Street? And everybody could just, whatever they do, the, you know, if you have an Etsy store, you know, put your craft stuff out there. If you're a band, go play out there. If you're a, you know, a writer, go have a little clinic out there, sell a book. I think that that's the kind of stuff that really would build a community and it would foster this kind of scene that you're talking yeah. about. You can and do different areas it would be a lot of neighborhoods fun. or something. You know, it would be a lot, lot of fun. There's a lot of fun to be had using arts for economic development. Indeed. Indeed. And you know what? The art community locally has been flourishing lately. Absolutely. It's growing. Absolutely. And there's such a great contingency of great artists that are coming together mm -hmm. as a group, as mm -hmm. a collective, mm -hmm. and doing some really cool things around town. Four Elements is unbelievably great. Indeed. Really, what Vartan is doing over there is... Mm -hmm. And he's got a great name. I mean, it's yeah. really just <laughs> yeah, the best He's name. the whole package, that guy. And all the crew that was over at Sickenberger doing all the oh, art yeah, down there definitely. and BB Design definitely. and what Angela's doing there. Mm -hmm. A lot of cool people in this town doing some really cool things. And they could have left at any any moment. Right. You know, we all could have. Jeff, yeah. you could have left at any moment, and just, but you decided to There's stay. There's many times I sit there and go, whoa, what if I did? And should I have? You know, all that Monday morning as you get pushing 50 and you start to go man I don't know. but honestly i mean barring any real stroke of luck or something um be pretty difficult for me to be in the position i'm in here someplace else mm -hmm. no. you know i'll be, no. it'd be pretty, right it'd be damn well be, impossible you can't be this impactful in your community anywhere else i'm telling you mm -hmm. i've been there i've lived 
a lot of places in this country. I've been fortunate in that way. The grass is not greener. It's AstroTurf. You know, you only think that that's better. It's deep. It's really, really not. It's really not. You, if you are awake to what you have here and you have a little bit of hustle in you and you put your back into it, you can have a great quality of life that you cannot duplicate anyplace else. Indeed. Because you're working all the time. I mean, we can, if we put our nose to the grindstone or whatever, which we're about to start to do again, um, you know, we can have a significant impact, us meaning our particular business, we can have a very significant impact on on a scene or on a community. Uh, we can push the needle in a way that you kind of, it's very difficult to do in other places. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we can lay claim to having some contact with almost every musician in the area. That's, you know, I mean, I don't think a lot of people get that. You know what I'm trying to say? I, That's I know impactful. Exactly. You can't do that in other no. cities. You, know? you can't. And you can't, you know, again, back to this kind of compassionate capitalism. You can't give back in the ways that we do. We do a lot of stuff people don't realize, and we don't want anybody to realize. And I'm not going to talk about it. But there are a lot of ways that you can give back, and you have the freedom, the time, the money, the space to do things that you can't. You just can't do it in cities because every single second has to be profitable for you. Yeah, you're trying to figure out ways to make that back clock into another right. studio yeah. quickly yeah. so that you can, you know, bang out another two to five hundred bucks a day, yep. you know, I mean, just so you because because, you know, they just jacked your Con Ed bill or whatever, you know what I mean? And we don't really, you know, I'm not saying we don't have, like, oh, it's a piece of cake. No, I mean, it ha- it's got its own set of challenges as well. Indeed. You know what I mean? The fact that, yeah, you actually have worked with everybody in town. Now what? <laughs> that can happen to you. Like, hello, the phone's not ringing. Why? Well, because we did everything already. You burned out the resources. I don't need to be, like, we've done all the bands. Not at all. But, not but, at but, all. but, 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 what I'm saying is, is that you know, when you do a, a piece of like, the pool is when we big. did the street rock record, you weren't coming in in another month to do more. I mean, you did your thing. Mm-hmm. You'll move on. Maybe in a year or something, you come back. But you know. So how many bands, how many artists are there, and how many times do they come through the door, and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Like, maybe they don't want to come to us. They want to go someplace else the next time. And then the third time they come back. So you might not see somebody for three years. Mm-hmm. So Hence, hence the band house. <laughs> you've right. got we to have try, this yeah. great six-hour catch basin for That's bands. That's what and, we try to you know, do. We try to keep a foot in local stuff, but you know, at least half of our business is not local at all. Right. And that's really fun in a completely other way. You know, we get to work on a wide, wide variety of projects. And that's a really cool thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mean all kinds of crazy people. Yes, everybody's interesting. We don't have a client that's not interesting. Oh, I bet. Well, you're dealing with musicians every yeah, day. Yeah, you know. You know it's going to be a little left yeah. to center. But, you know, and sometimes we don't do, like, much. We just do the drums, and they all go, and off mm-hmm. they go. Mm-hmm. Because they want to use this, the, 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 the room. Um, and then they go back to their little, you know, apartment in Queens or whatever they're doing, and bang out the rest of the record but uh and sometimes they do the whole thing soup to nuts and stay with us for a long period of time you know it it you know it's it's there's no formula to it really mm-hmm. really it's really it's scratch yeah it's honestly. all it is i mean i want to back up though pam you talked about living in other cities mm-hmm. what brought you to utica as long as i've known you I, I i don't know your backstory about what brought you here oh well um 
I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. I grew, you know, my parents were educational gypsies. So I've, you know, lived in Michigan and Baltimore and a little bit in the South and um, a little bit in the Southwest. But I grew up primarily in the San Francisco Bay Area, went to um, high school and college, undergraduate school there. And in 2000, my uncle died of a heroin overdose. And we came back, and I didn't, we never came here. I didn't, I'm Irish and Italian. I'm related to half this town, and I didn't even know them. <laughs> so, you know, in my 30s, um, we came back for the funeral. I was like, hey, this place is kind of great. You know, look at all the potential. Look at all this family I have. There's no traffic. There's no traffic. <laughs> it's so cheap to live here. You know, and the oh, food's great. <laughs> the food's great. You know, the people are interesting. You know, they're genuinely interesting. They're not poser interesting. They're they're authentic. And I've, I'm there's an incredibly diverse types of people here. And I'm really attracted to that. So I just I didn't mean to stay. You know, I decided to just um, and San Francisco was even then at that point, all the cool fringy stuff was getting priced out. The tech bros were starting to happen and all the big clubs, the big warehouse clubs uh, were starting to close and the vibe was changing. And it's it's hard if you've lived in a place before it's great to appreciate its greatness when it becomes really popular. So I put everything in the car and I turned left. I drove around the country for a year, um, just kind of deciding what I wanted to do and ended up here just kind of as a lark, stayed with my cousin for a little while. Um, And then my parents moved here. My mom was quasi-retiring. My dad bought the church. Mm -hmm. uh, There was a church for sale. How random is that? How do you own a church? But we bought a church in um, 2001, and that project started to happen. I stayed on board for a little bit and helped him open that in 2003. And then I started um, publishing the newspaper for a little bit, did Mm -hmm. that. And met Jeff. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. That's it. That's all. That was the end there. of everything. Crawl in the coffin. End of story. That's With when you lost all your potential. <laughs> start start so, chucking dirt on it. Yeah, that's it. That's so it. he's the reason I stayed. Yeah. initially, but you know we choose to be here. Every, mm-hmm. We don't have to be here. We choose to well, be here. We don't have kids. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I, we kind of our 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 choices are a little bit more. Um, varied than most people's our age yeah so uh and you know obviously there's an advantage to like well you could just you know you could just take over the studio that already exists i mean certainly that's like well that's that's that definitely is pretty pretty good reason to stay (laughs) but still it's a gorgeous facility yeah Yeah. oh i totally i know i mean and it's a once in a lifetime opportunity but um we still have you know there were definitely like, well, I don't know. Are we going to stay? Are, you know, it was back and forth. Yeah, we did a lot of soul searching. We did a lot of traveling, mm-hmm. you know, deciding, really making a very conscious choice about what we wanted to do. And again, for all the reasons we talked about, we felt like there was a lot of opportunity here. We could um, have a lifestyle that we really like. We can travel. This is a great home base. Mm-hmm. And we could be um, satisfied, you know, with I our did, lives. I just wanted, you know, as I always wanted to... I remember coming up as a musician and it's it was kind of a you know it was a drag you know we we you didn't really have a lot of people doing a lot of stuff to help you you know um I mean Bob had his place but that wasn't for a little while and then I mean I'm not saying there weren't studios I I guess I just I just wanted to be you know Bob's been long gone in terms of having a a place for hire um I'm talking about Aquaviva yeah um so I just felt like you know People around here, you know, deserve a, a chance to have something 
cool. To, you know what I mean? Like it's Utica. We don't. We don't. We're not all hill people here. Let's 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 do something. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be like, hey, what the hell's that? You know? And it's not. It's for people. We get people from all over the place. Toronto, everywhere. How do they seek you out? Through the internet? Usually. Pretty much. It's, Sometimes it's a lot of, mouth, of word though. of mouth. Is it? You know, if you get five guys, usually guys, in a band, at least one of them's going to have another project. Mm-hmm. So they come here, they have a, usually a really nice time, they see that it's affordable, they, you know, they're like, oh, hey, I've got this other project, then they bring that project, and it's, you know, it's like dominoes. We don't do any advertising, we don't have a sign, it's mm-hmm. not, that doesn't work for this kind of business in this area. So really, it's a lot of word of mouth. And that's a kind of a slower, more, a slow burn. It's a more organic process, but it's very sustainable and it's very um, gratifying. Mm-hmm. You know, you Producers know, will come too. yeah, right. If a, people, if a band people will bring outside projects here and he'll be, he'll come to us after the, usually say, a guy, like know, an outside engineer or something. Yeah, exactly. Like and they'll be like, I got this, you know, this was really great. You guys were awesome. This was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. this other thing. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to my guy back and see if they'll come here. This has been fabulous. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We have that going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. Moose. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not a thing you can like do like a yellow pages ad for. Right. And people don't sit around. I mean, you imagine like you guys, you know, in a band is all going, we need to record something. Uh, well, get out the phone book. You There's know, no and... phone book, old man. <laughs> I know. But you know what I mean? <laughs> it really is just kind of like you got to just do do work and put it out there and go see bands and let's check the directory. Yes. Yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. I see the Better Business Bureau is giving you a four star. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned opening the church, which you turned into a castle recording studio back mm-hmm. in 2001 with your stepfather. Yep. Uh, when did you guys take it over and turn it into Big Blue North? Um, he ran it for 10 years. 10 years? We took it in October 2013 officially. Okay. Well, I mean, we took it in July, but I mean, it opened in October. It, we opened, yeah. It must have been a dream for you, Jeff, to have that facility. Well, it's terrifying. It's come on your time, lap, you right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like owning a, Fer- yeah, a Ferrari. It's watch you know? what you, yeah, it's a little bit of watch what you wish for. You know, like, mm-hmm. okay, asshole here, now. Now what? Now I do you suck? Here you go, big mouth. You can't blame any. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You used to be able to go. Well, if I only had the blue, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like a mix or something doesn't come out well, and you know I said, well, I am I'm only working on my laptop in my spare room, man. You know, if I had it, stu- okay. So now, now why do I suck? You know, because I got everything I need ever. You, you do. can't make a record there. Then you know, then you're you're the problem. That, and that's what it should be, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it's scary, you know. And it's, it's but it's like a roller coaster scary. It's a good scary. I'm not scared. Like I, I don't... was gonna say, are you scared anymore? You can't. Yeah, absolutely. It. Like yeah. the same feeling you have when Every you get day. on stage. You know Every what I'm day. saying? It's the I don't same get feeling. Scared on stage. Well, that's because you're usually <laughs> intoxicated. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any kind of stage fright whatsoever. No, no, no. you know, no. Did you, did you never have. Never. No. You never. Never did. have. You're just well, not, I get not no, wired like that. I don't yeah. get stage fright, but I do get a little sort of like, okay, you know, here we go. This we're gonna go do this. You know, and I enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, so so it, that's what gets me hooked on stuff. So, um, you know, I'm not an adrenaline junkie, but I do like that feeling of like, I'm, I'm not quite sure how this is going to go, which is honestly, that's every session. It's, here we go. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a, it's a flight. Different project yeah. every day. It's a flight. Never... Mm-hmm. And today we had a great flight. And yesterday a seagull went in the engine and it got hairy for mm-hmm. a minute. You know, there's always going to be a curveball. You know, yeah. it's just a, oh, there's a storm coming. You know, we got to go this way. I mean, it's it's very difficult to sort of you know 
Um, that's why when you get better at it, you get better at it because you get more consistent. So in other words, like no matter what gets thrown at you, you still sort of land the plane. Uh-huh. And and the passengers are, are sort of unaware that a bird went into the engine. Right. You know, but when it first happened, it was like, you know, and you went upside down <laughs> and everybody's shit fell on. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> so that's, I would say that's the, that's what's happened now. I'm not so much terrified as as I am. I'm confident now, but I still like that sort of like feeling of like top of the roller coaster. Like what the heck? Here yeah. comes the band, uh-huh. and you know you. A lot of times we never meet them, so it's like hi, you know Dan, bass, you know Ray, get tracking, you know like <laughs> yeah. hi Dan Ray. There's the bathroom. Yeah, you know. All right, ready get, to go. Get to work. Get <laughs> yeah. to work. Yes. Unpack your TikTok. Shit. Let's, Let's go. go. Because um, <laughs> you know. They don't have a lot of dough. You're talking about the bird flying into the plane. It reminds me of the time when we were tracking the Street Rock album, <laughs> and the lights went off in the middle of my tracking session. Like something happened. There was an accident. It hit no, a. No, it was lightning. Was it? Is that what it was? Yeah, and it was lightning hit yeah. something, and, yeah. and like the whole block went yeah. out of power. And it was just right in the middle right of the group. Right on your note. It just boom out, and I was like, God damn it! You know, things happen. You know, but uh, you work through it, push through it, and, yeah. and we got a great record done. Well, part of what we offer people is not hitting the record button mm-hmm. and a piece of software goes right right like any anybody can a five-year-old could do that literally you know it's past all that that's not what you would come to us for right it's it's not oh we're going to record you you know no, it's rock and roll fantasy camp it's a whole diff- yeah. it's a whole many other levels up from that and that's why i loved working with you and uh will in the future too do the same is because you you you're very passionate about it and you play the role of the extra man in the band like the sixth man Absolutely. of the band Absolutely. and you and you get really involved with it and you're like hey you know this isn't working let's try this or hey let's the keyboards would sound really cool right here or you get involved with it and that's important and, and people i personally love the constructive criticism you, you yeah, made the- me cry one night you did. He made me cry one But night. you're a better bass player because of it. <laughs> I, I, I was the next I, day, but not right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you, for real, we were just, I wasn't getting it. And you're like, you know what, bro? And this is the other thing is you have to be like a psychiatrist with these bands. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Listen, dude, you're not getting it. So maybe you go home and just take the night off, go home, get something to eat, smoke one, go to bed. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's another day. Mm-hmm. And, and that's pretty much what happened. I got home and I was in the self-loathing. I suck. I can't stand it, blah, blah, blah. The next day I was fine. It came in and we knocked it out of the park i think maybe the next day is when the lights went out <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's you know fair. but that's that's super important and, and bands want that guidance and that knowledge mm-hmm. and that you provide my friend mm-hmm. well i appreciate that i hope that that comes across yeah that is kind of part of what we're throwing out there for 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 consumption so to speak is mm-hmm. you know there's a space there's some microphones there's a computer we can record audio Okay, that's great. But there's so much more behind all of that, and that's what you're getting at. Yeah, it's, to your point, psychology is a huge part of it. It is. A huge part of it. A lot of, of these guys come in with egos thinking, well, you could play out in the bars all day long, and, and you sound fine, but do you sound polished in the studio? And, there, and there's such mm-hmm. a difference, and people don't mm-hmm. realize that there's such a difference. You play all day in the garage and out the bars and stuff like that, yeah. but are you really getting it when yeah. it comes to putting that click on? Yeah. Are you really getting it? We always tell people it's kind of like a three-legged stool, right? Mm-hmm. you got to learn how to play your instrument. you got to learn how to play your instrument out in front of people, and you got to learn how to play your instrument in the studio. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have all those three things, you're not really a pro-level musician. Well, know? I'll just say this. They're different skills. Yes, and then that's why you had guys like... And still do, but certainly back 
in 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 the heyday of 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 uh, session guys. The you know you had the wrecking crews and the stuff. Mm-hmm. Those guys though weren't um, uh, they weren't playing out gigs, right? You know what I mean? They're just not in what the house. thing was. That's it. So everybody has their thing. Some people have mm-hmm. it all, but right. some people specialize, right. and that's all fine right, too. Right. And some people are just guns for hire to go play on tour, and that's all they do. They don't get near a studio. Mm-hmm. But I think the greatest misunderstanding of of artists that don't have a super ton of experience that we come across is just that um, the idea that basically all it is is a gig that we record. Mm-hmm. We come set up, play through a couple times, and we're done. That's the album. Yeah. You know, you know like, okay. I literally, <laughs> it's not that easy. <laughs> it's definitely not no. that easy. We've had not. these kinds of not. conversations, and I'm not going to say who, and I don't even remember who. So it's, It doesn't but, matter. Who. And it doesn't matter, and it's not, to, it's not to make fun, but it is to illustrate this point. So the, the, the potential client was saying, uh, we've got something like eight songs, and they're about four minutes apiece, so... We figure it takes us an, maybe two hours tops to set everything up, and eight songs, if we play each song at four, four minutes a piece, is 32 minutes, so each song we play twice. So the whole thing should take about three hours. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. So, and, and, and sometimes they're, they're um, you know, you don't know what you don't know, right? So we explain, and, and we don't obviously, you know, get um, an attitude or anything, Um we just say no. This is why it's not going to work out that way. And try, some folks are like, educate. "Oh, okay, great, thanks. I didn't know that." But that was the case with this. They were like, "Well, I don't, that, that's crazy." And I was like, "Well, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have to tell you. I mean, I suppose we don't. Um, there are other places that go faster than we do. Yeah, They're, we always they kind of push them out. Yeah, we always like the into next our project. places like a steak dinner." Kind of thing versus mm-hmm. a, a fast food restaurant. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm not knocking one or the other. Do you want steakums or do you want London broil? Well, do you how much yeah. time you got? Mm-hmm. You got 15 minutes? You know, you're going to go grab uh, whatever you can and make the best choice mm-hmm. based on that. That's your critical decision maker. Yeah. How much money you got? How much time you got? But if time and money are unlimited, you're not bringing, you know, your anniversary date to probably not going to Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I don't know, <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say. I get you. So, really, that's the only thing that that that's the only, that's the largest factor is time, in because time equals money. Oh, absolutely. So, and people try to do too many things in too little time. That's. Have you ever had a situation where you had to tell the band, "Listen, guys, stop. Just stop right now. Yes. You, you please. You don't know what you're doing. Go home. Learn your instrument." In not so many words. Yeah, but. Bands aren't ready to come in the studio and record. They mm-hmm. think they are, but you know, lots of times you'll be in your practice space. You can't really hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. So you come in the studio and it's like being naked in front of a 360 degree mirror. I mean, these microphones are so sensitive they can like read your thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you know, maybe the band gets in a fight because they're like, "That's not what you're playing. That's not what we play." There's all kinds of ways it can go terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. We bands. gave them their money back too. We didn't. Provide. Oh yeah, because yeah. again, I'm not a predatory. You know. I was like, you guys don't belong here. You shouldn't be here. You're not ready for this. Told yet. them straight up. I can't make this what you want. Yeah. Even with all of the power that I have, mm-hmm. and I have an enormous <laughs> amount of power to manipulate things. Right. 
And I was like, this is just, you guys shouldn't be here. I don't feel comfortable do, taking your money. You shouldn't be here. And mm -hmm. we gave At least you're honest with them. You have yeah. to be. You have to Instead be. of trying to push yeah. it through and putting out crap. Exactly. Because it's yeah. also your, our name. name's on, our your name's behind it, too. And our pedigree of the shop is way more important to me yeah. than this isn't money I'm retiring to the Bahamas with. Huh. It's 500 bucks. It's 1,000 bucks. It's 300 bucks. I'm not saying it's nothing. Right. I'm just saying, you know, this is not, not life-changing money. Yeah. Get here's your money. Go home and practice. Yeah. And call me when you think you got this done, and we'll make something cool. Because I don't want our name attached to this thing uh -huh. either. And you don't want people to have a bad time, right? You know, if they're not going to be able to do it, they're going to get frustrated. They're going to yeah. fight with each other. Totally. It's going to be a bad vibe in the studio. The project's not going to sound right because the performances won't be there because everybody's all stressed out. Just bypass the whole thing. Our you know? whole point. If you can see that the train is going off a cliff, you better stop the train. Mm -hmm. Our whole point was like exactly that. Just saying, helping these these <laughs> individuals. Yeah. Not. I'm not. I mean, sure, we take their money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we have, we have, <laughs> you know, we have we have bills, and this is what we offer a service, and you pay for the service. That's the way you know. But but it's not you know. I mean, we're far more interested in in the end result. You know, then the process and the end result, you know, you know the pro for lots of these bands, it, you know, at, a, at the lower level, honestly, not many people are ever going to hear the record. So you want them to be able to look back on it in 50 years and be like, you know, I did that and it was really great and it was such a good time. You want them to look back and have good pictures and memories. And, you know, it is rock and roll fantasy camp mm -hmm. and that's all it's ever going to be for some people. So you try really hard to just make it great. And that's the one thing I loved about working there too. It's the experience too. Mm -hmm. You 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 bring well, that's this what atmosphere you're carry with you. You mm -hmm. got this vibe going. Right. I mean, it's a great facility, but there's there's just the experience behind the whole thing. And and you know, your coaching and your knowledge knowledge coaching is the word. It, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it is because that's kind of what you do. You know, Absolutely. you're a coach. Absolutely. And be, between all that and your guidance and everything is what really sold me on everything. A couple comments I got to get to. A couple people are chiming in. Uh, Bernie Freitag checking in. He said, <gasps> "Big." Blue North uh, had the lead singer of Clap Your Hands and Say Yeah do a solo acoustic show a few years ago. Yes, did, we did. Do you guys have plans on doing that again? We are not um, a venue where we don't have the certificate of occupancy to have oh. things in there. So that was a private kind of recording gig. Okay. So we, we're not, we can't do that. We would love to do um, more private recording gigs. And we're actually talking with Oren and Kim at the other side to do a jazz very cool. At least one mm -hmm. of those. And um, Copper City Brewing Company, we're talking with them about something. Great folks over there. Yes, fantastic. Yeah. Mike Big Coley. shout out to Ma those guys. Mike Coley's They're a doing man. a great thing. Uh, so, you know, there are, um, that was a living room show, and um, we're probably not going to do a lot of those now. But that was a good time. Yeah, for sure. Gabe checking in. He's saying people will complain about anything in all capital letters. And <laughs> Him it, included. Yeah, I just about to say. He's <laughs> the worst offender. <laughs> it's one of his best personality traits is that he's so grouchy. Our boy Nate Keita checking in from Stoneworks Artisan and Beside the Sun and Follow the Muse and all the other accolades he's got. Yeah, I know. Dot, I, dot, dot. I hear it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop this one, but I hear Autumn Fire's going to be doing the show. When's that? That's what I heard. Anyways, uh, Nate's saying best room to record drums. I wasn't supposed to say that, but I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nate's an amazing drummer. This just in. He is. So he, that yeah. helps <laughs> <a> <laughs> <lot>. <laughs> It's just in. Pleasure to record you, Nate. Yeah, for sure. And Nate is a monster drummer. He's a monster. Going to go hang out with well, him like And a good guy. And a really absolutely. talented craftsman. Absolutely. As you can see, the bar yeah, behind yeah. you, he yeah. killed it on that bar. Yep. 
Also, our boy Max checking in. Speaking of autumn fire. Oh, Max. And he's saying a beautiful What a lady. loser. Well, he's calling you his spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Jeff is my spirit animal. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. That shows you all that Max has got a long way to go. He's finally coming. Because I'm his spirit animal. Right, he's crawling out from under What am I? Am I like a, like a, what would I be? Oh, boy. Yeah, that's exactly. a loaded question. A loaded you don't want question. me to answer that in public. Have Max, I'd like to know what Max's thoughts are. I think that. he'd be like a, a teenage lion mixed with like a monkey. <laughs> A hyper lion? A hyper lion. There yeah. You go. That would be your spirit. That's animal. interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. You're a real big man. Uh, That's what I am. Gabe's saying he has video of that legendary of the night that my the power went out. He does? Yeah, he oh. took video of that. Oh, well, he should post that. It, it was should. posted. Oh, It was oh, posted oh. back then. Okay. He has video of that. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, speaking, Gabe's on the horn right now. What, yeah. What's up with Modus? Well, I think... The same thing that's always up with Monas, which just is kind of studio chilling. Well, so the intent was this, right? And it's still the intent. I'm, I don't mean to speak of it in past. You're gonna break this news in public? Yeah, this is what Kurt Loder. <laughs> <laughs> this is a major. Nobody scoop knows for the who Kurt Loder is. That's how old I am. <laughs> All right, Andy Kurt. Rooney. <laughs> now over to you, Kurt. You downs. Listen, um, Walter Cross. Uh, so, so we got together and thought, you know, it would be fun to play again, and. But but nobody was really that at least at the time and not that interested in the uh, gigging thing, right? For many reasons. I can't blame you. But we thought, hey, you know, it's it's one of those things like this, see, where you get to this point in your life where you're sort of like, huh, okay, so while I can still do things with all my body parts, maybe we should play and. Uh, you know, make some more music before, God forbid, something happens to one of us, which inevitably it will. So, yes, great. We start writing and, and jamming at the studio, but everybody's got so much going on. And myself, I'm probably the guiltiest. Obviously, we can't be, um, re you know, rehearsing, uh, you know, when I got sessions. And I got sessions, you know, hopefully a lot. So, uh, time it's just no it's, time. yeah it's Schedule. the will is total i mean and we've been writing and it's been great and um it's different stuff so it's, there's new material out yeah, there. yeah yeah it's not finished by any stretch but it's loads of it's probably two ideas worth of of ideas um did i say two ideas worth two of ideas, ideas worth of ideas yeah, anyways everything twice everything twice just say no kids uh <laughs> two hours <laughs> worth of ideas uh, and they're great they're different and we're, we're you know it's not quite the same band anymore but it's still us and it's very very cool but it is cool sounds good uh, you know pff, you got me right. i mean we can't you probably don't have time to write anyways do you no. no, me personally. Yeah. No, these are just old stuff. You're no, no, this is new. This we is just all new. sit down and play uh, and record cool. it. Yeah, because I happen to you know have a studio, yeah. but so that's handy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, and it's still even with all those advantages. It's just like last time we rehearsed, I think it was May, mm -hmm. and we just can't. You know, because Kyle is coaching soccer now, so literally every night he's, he's a trained killer now. Right, whatever. Yeah, and he's a trained killer exactly. <laughs> so. And Gabe works uh, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He works three three days a week, twelve hour days. So that's the opposite of everybody. So you know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard. And to I'm get together. I'm flexible, except I might be, you know, not able to rehearse for like five weeks. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy, unfortunately. 
Gabe's saying your spirit animal would be a sloth with wings. I thought sloth. <laughs> I was thinking sloth. Sloth with wings. With wings. And he's also saying he's ready. He's waiting on everybody. Else. I know, exactly. <laughs> uh, me too. Uh-huh. Now we're waiting for Kyle. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, what are we going to do? Yell at him and say you can't coach your kid playing soccer? I mean, you know. Priorities. Jeff, I say this every day. Modus, Only the Sleeping Will Know, is my all-time favorite local album to ever come out of this yeah, area. I nice love it. I, I mean, I'm still listening to it on heavy rotation. Where were you in your mind, in your in your place at that time when you were writing that album? Were you in a dark, dark place at that time? Let's see. So I know it was so yes. long ago. <laughs> he 2004. was. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was a lot of transition, a lot of... I mean, I, I you make it sound like that, like I wrote... I mean, that was... There were three other twisted I weirdos. Know, but a lot of the lyrics are all oh, you. Oh, the lyrics, sure. Those are probably it, largely mine. I'm speaking on lyrics. Yes. Lyrics, uh, yes. Well, I've always, dude, I'm not a typical, I'm not a particularly healthy guy in my head. So that's uh, honestly not that much different from anything I've ever written. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to say. That's my uh, way I of. I think you'd be darker now, even. Yeah, I mean, it's my way. Yeah. It's my way of dealing, coping. It's a terrible world right now. He's a Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talk about Gabe uh, Orem, mm-hmm. uh, for people who don't know, our, the guitar player uh, extraordinaire. He's a uh, happy go lucky kind of thing, but he's uh, he's he's a twisted yeah. Rob Barada. Dude, that's one of the most twisted people you'll ever right. meet. Don't piss him off, he'll shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and then fix your car. <laughs> but the thing, the thing about all of you guys is that you all have wicked good senses of humor. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're all, yes. you're all dark Very and twisted, much. but yeah. you're funny. Yeah. And when you're together, it's like it's side-splittingly We fun. do not take it seriously until the moment we click the song off, and then yeah. it's deadly serious. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of way I think you kind of got to be. You start believing your own bullshit, and you get into trouble. There's one particular song on that album that I do have to ask you about because I've been connecting with that song a lot. Is that Odessa song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's that about? Well, do, do you, you want me to tell you? Yeah, I do. I do. But for some reason, it's what do you well, think it's through? What do you get out of it. I, what do I get out of it? Yeah, I want to see if you're in the ballpark okay. of where I was coming from because it really doesn't matter. Your truth is that about is somebody a- that passed away? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I feel the loss in that song, you yeah. know, and it got it, that it, it triggers with me right now in my current situation, what's going on in my personal life. I don't want to get into any of that, but um, I was listening to it the other day, and I just so connect with that song. Yeah, and it's just there's something there's so truthful, and there's meanings behind it. And, and well, know, the idea a, of the song is this: that mm-hmm. a, a, a a couple, right, is uh, who are very close to each other. The sp- we'll say the spouse. They have a spot that they always go to, and it happens to be a lake in this case. And um, the spouse gets very ill, and it, it's going. It, it knows that she's going to, or he or she is going to die, and would rather not suffer. So asks if the uh, spouse would please drown her in the lake, where they could always remember. So he does so. And then goes to visit the lake all the time and is so tormented by he misses her so much. It's sort of almost a Shakespearean like Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He misses her so much that he he jumps into the lake himself to sort of be with her again. That's that's he couldn't bear to be without her. It's almost a double suicide. Exactly. Type. Isn't yeah. that isn't that lovely? <laughs> Happy little tune, really. It's a top ten hit, kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sing along with Uncle Jeff. Party song, really? <laughs> All Motus songs, very big party song. But you can feel the emotion in that song, and that's where I connected, I think, with that song is the emotion behind it. It's the it. loss, yeah. It's, it's, it's a loss and also recognizing that it's sort of one of those, like, I can't live with, can't live without almost in a way, you know? Um, mm. Don't know what to do, you know? And, um, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, for some reason, I don't respond to happy music. Kim's saying such a happy story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. as they all are. <laughs> you write some lyrics then, damn it. <laughs> write me some sunshiny shit, because I ever, can't do it. Have you ever written a happy song? No. No, probably not, huh? I don't enjoy happy music. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, one of my favorite bands in the world is The Cure, or Nine Inch Nails, or Soundgarden, or... Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's all, but but large, by and large, the music that I respond to mm -hmm. usually has some kind of melancholy or sorrow or or at least something poignant that makes you think. And I connect to that. I don't. I, I have a hard time with a lot of music that's very popular. Um. In like even the jam scene where it's it's just basically about nothing and nobody cares, mm -hmm. and that's a good vibe. But I don't, I can't. You know, you look at me, I'm not that guy. You're the Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I just like something that you know, substance. Yeah, right? substance. I like it to have some cinematic quality to it. Gotcha. You know, some something pathos. sure like Shakespeare, like you said. Yeah, something that just takes you somewhere and does and makes you think of something or see something or reminds and you of something or invokes something and connects you to it, that it's not just this sort of meaningless thing that you tap your feet to. And I mean, there's a time and place for everything, of course. I mean, you wouldn't be pumping Odessa at a birthday party. Right. And I, that would be weird. That would be weird. It's on the birthday, I suppose. Well, I suppose. But um, so, I mean, I'm just that guy. I'm the put, I'm the, put the headphones on guy, mm -hmm. you know, from back in the day. And that's so what that album is. Yeah, well, that's what I try to do with everybody that comes into the studio is mm -hmm. try to make them something that, you know, in 10 years they can put it on and there's still, there's still like, stuff to enjoy in it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you don't always get to, you know? If somebody's got two days to do four songs, you're, you're going to be lucky to finish yeah well and it's not everybody's intent yeah. and it's not it's not always appropriate exactly you know i mean uh, putting that kind of aesthetic on top of a no you know uh an old main song it's although maybe not i mean they could write something kind of dark and creepy and it could be great you know what i mean i'm doing we, we're doing a powell record uh solo record in a week and a half well, that's powell. gonna be a blast and we're gonna powell. do it no you know, no just computer. him and John and me and a, another in no and just tape machine and con no computer. Wow, cool. Just, just tape down just home live strip. off live the floor. floor see you later. Live off recording. Take two. Old oh, I didn't play that right. All right, do it again. Do it again. And then that's it. It's never going in the computer. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. But I guess my point is, is that he he kind of is invoking. Um, or he was he was saying to me that he had some some uh, darker ideas for this one. Uh, he was listening to some stuff and he was giving me his references, and they were all sort of like, okay. So again, it's it. it I'm here to serve the the artist. Well, your point of view as an artist is not your point of view as an no, engineer, unless somebody they're asks me. To. Right, they're different things. You know, unless you ask me to, which means producing. In other words, some bands pay me to produce them. Trampling mm -hmm. Jazz Stream. Mm -hmm. 
not robots uh this band the t club from philly um a couple of well mike powell i mean basically we mm-hmm. produced that mm-hmm. so some people want my Sithness and <laughs> Sithness. You, know. <laughs> you so down I, with the Sithness? Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, that's terrible. No, it's great. I like it's it. great. It's a good one. There are some great bands, though, locally that are doing it. And you mentioned Trampling Justice. You're working on an album with that. How's that coming along? We're working on something cooler than that, though. Yeah? Uh-oh. What are we doing? Do you want to relinquish it? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You do it. Well, anyways, that, that Trampling Jetstream album is so much better than... Anything I've had, I, 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 I've had a pleasure to be a part of, and I've had a pleasure to be a part of some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. That it's going to be such a good record. Not just oh, it's good for them. Oh, it's good for people from Utica. No, it's a great journey. I mean, it's a good. I mean, it's it a is. like a fuck you good record. Oh, good, good. I can't wait to hear. You it. know what I mean? Yeah. Like holy shit. Yeah. These guys, like they're gone. Like they're gone, gone. When that when Nick gets his shit straightened out with his voice, which is all that it is, and he's almost there, he texted me or messaged me and said, "I think like January, or February should be back because the music's done." I'm out of time. Beautiful. I can't wait. Oh I'm yeah, super excited. Go ahead. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. no, you. So part of our function in staying here and doing what we do is that we see ourselves as kind of an incubator Mm -hmm. and a a magnifier for things. And we see a lot of really great, cool bands happening right now. And we see a scene kind of starting to form um, along a couple of genres. And we see bands really hustling and getting out there and uh, consistently really doing it Mm -hmm. and challenging people and pushing. And so we want to do another compilation record. Of well, we must bands. mention there was one before. There was one when we Maybe. first opened to help us work out the kinks that and get to know everybody. So. But this is part of the, you know, we had hoped to do that as a series, but then some things happened in our personal life and we didn't get to. So we're now back to that and we're going to um, be working on a second one. We're going to start to record it over the winter in the new year. And I don't know, we shouldn't tell them the bands, should we? Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah, why not? Come on. Give well, me I don't know all, I don't know all of them. I don't know all of them. I don't. Um, Trampoline Jetstream is one. Yeah, of them. it's going to be them, Black River, Annie. Annie in the Water. Old Main. What did I just say? You said Annie. Yeah, Annie, Annie in the, the Water, water. Uh, Old Main, Tramp, Substance, uh, See, Black River. We're going to forget somebody. Put the disclaimer out. Sorry, we missed you. I know. I feel well, terrible. Well, there's a couple. See, I don't know if we're going to. There's a couple there are people a couple I want to do. And, but I, so. I'm, not, I'm not getting a commitment or I haven't figured out yet. Mm-hmm. So we could throw a Modus track on there. I don't know if we ever get together again. You know, that could happen. It could How many out. songs are you looking to put out Maybe there? Maybe like, well, because we're, we're going to do it on vinyl. Mm-hmm. We're going to oh, literally wow. put it out. And the bands get to sell it too. And, uh, you know, we're going to figure out what to call it. But it's definitely a celebration of kind of. What seems to be oh, oh copper vein clones mm-hmm. we're doing that they're on there too, um, so maybe ten. But if if it's Depends only on eight, if it's only eight because it's you know, vinyl, we got to watch it stuff. right. You, get, you know, you get about forty two minutes. So. Yeah. So what is it with vinyl that it's so expensive to produce? Yeah, good question. I don't know. I mean, I think it's just because nobody's doing it. So oh, okay. the supply, uh, the there's demand a great outweighs demand, the supply. By and there's a, a small bunch. supply. And there are um, technical things. I won't bore you with like the, the lathe that cuts the thing. There's one place in Japan that makes them, and it's this 900 year old person. And, you know, all of that stuff. Is, Only one? Yeah, there was. It, I don't know if that's exactly true. You well, it was exactly true. true. It was true. I read a whole thing on mm. um, Tape Up about it. But there, the the 
infrastructure of vinyl production, because it wasn't popular for so long, really dwindled. Mm -hmm. So you had nobody making new lathes. The backlog was amazing. And what's happened in the music industry is you have really big labels and really small labels. The middle has been hollowed out. So the big labels, what they're doing is reissuing all the back catalog of stuff to make money. Mm -hmm. So now you're not just making a record. You're in line behind the six box sets of stuff that are coming out for Christmas. So it takes a very long time to do it. There's way more demand because it's hip now than there is supply. Yeah, I mean, they basically... And it's a very technical process. There are a lot of steps that go into making a record. People don't, I think, have any concept of how much work No, they wrote that technology off, you know, and it it came back like Frankenstein, you know. (laughs) It wasn't supposed to. Right. So everybody kind of just, you know, it just forgot about it. Everybody knew how to do it, retired or died. The machines all went disappeared or dismantled or forgotten about. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, oops, we need them all again. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> oh, holy shit. You know, nobody does this anymore. But it's a They'll great, catch up to it. Yeah, they are catching up to it. It's a great thing to see. And new facilities come online every year. You know, Jack White has been really, love him or hate him, he's been really instrumental in the vinyl resurgence. And what he's been able to do in Detroit and Nashville has been really great for the new gener- a newer generation of musician to see what it can be and really have that experience and that reverence for a style, a way of listening to music that is not maybe the, the most popular way to do it now. We came up in a time when you put the headphones on and you laid on your bedroom floor and you read the liner notes and you had the artwork and the whole tactile experience. You flipped the record over. There was a, a long time period you had to pay attention to something. So all of that stuff, I think um, people are yearning for it because it's not how we live anymore. Exactly. And nostalgic. And it Definitely. brings you well, back. I think they're finding it maybe um, besides nostalgia. It's a different way. Maybe it it's wasn't so shitty. Maybe it was actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Maybe the new way is is cool, but it's not necessarily better. It's just a different way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's again, it's the steak fast food thing. Yeah. I get why well, you'd want to have twenty five thousand songs on your phone, and who cares what they sound like? Because I'm just taking a walk, working out in my car, blah blah blah. But when it comes time to like. I want to really listen to this record. I want to listen to a piece of music. I love this one thing. I want to go on a journey. I'm going to put Modus on because it's yeah. the greatest thing I've ever heard. I want to go on a journey. I want to have well, an experience. Well, you don't know? you want it to sound cool? And don't you want to be invo- like participate? And You know what I'm saying? Like, It's just a shame. I hope that, I hope that kids come back to that. I think, I think they are. There are things you can't hear, you know, like satellite radio in your car. There's all kinds of things going on in some of that music that you're not even hearing. Right. You don't even know what's happening. Oh, yeah. exactly. So, you know. It's getting, you know, it's getting. But that's the good, the great thing well, about, you know, we live in the future. We do. Yeah. And that's the great thing about progress and evolution is you have choices, right? So when you're on the treadmill, you're, you, you're not flipping a record. There's, no, that would be a bitch. We, it's an, work. God forbid, ass- I got to get up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get up to flip a record. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Oh, and you got to yeah. clean it. <laughs> and you got to take care of it. Right. You can't leave it in the sun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a whole, but it's, that's the whole point. You know what I mean? It's it's yep. something that you can, you know, collect. You collect, you collect yeah. and you yes, cherish, and all, you take care a, of it. It's a fetish you know. object, right? Are you hip to the neural headphones? N-U-R-A? Yeah. Are you hip to those? Yeah. Have you tried those? I don't no. know what that They're is. Amazing. They were amazing. Yes. Oh, I just whacked that. Because you were talking about not being able to hear music like yeah. on so satellite radio. So what do you do radio. with it? Yep. So what it is, it's like phones like this, but on the inside they got buds. Mm-hmm. So you're putting buds in there with the cones. Mm-hmm. And when you first purchase these things, and they're like six, seven hundred dollars, mm-hmm. when you first purchase them, it does a scan through your ears, mm-hmm. and it scans through all your frequencies. Oh, so it's doing like room correction. Yes, it is. It does, for room, your right, ears. It does room correction exactly. Uh-huh. They're like 
little environment. So, so it's almost like when you were in school, you yeah. used to do the hearing test, yeah, yeah. right or left. Yeah. So that's yeah. what it's doing in your ears. Yeah. And it scans through your head for about a good five to ten minutes. And then all of a sudden you're, you're done with the test and you yeah. go and you hear music like you've never heard it yeah, before. Yeah, because I bet it's what it's mm -hmm. doing too is realizing like I know for me, example, um, I lose, you know, everybody does, but especially me because I was an asshole and listened to fucking my amp at 100 million decibels yeah. for years. Do you have tinnitus? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. And then on top of it, as you get older, you just start to lose your top end. Yeah. You just do. There's right. not much you can do. And You're not hearing 18K. No. <laughs> not at all. I don't hear. You're not hearing 12K. <laughs> no, I don't hear above 12 or so. Yeah. 12 or 13. And... um Anyways, I would imagine that probably sees that and compensates for it mm -hmm. and boosts those mm -hmm. frequencies in your phones so yep. that you now are where you, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it opens up your world. I, I, Check I them out. Who makes those? Nura. They're called that's, Nura. That's, they're a yeah. company out of Australia. Of it's course. N U R A. Mm -hmm. is, Interesting. Yeah, look them up. I, I tested it with you my get a sponsorship with my buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Nick Phelps had a, a set. Of, he's like, you got to try these. Huh. So I tried them, and they're life changing. Yeah, headphones. They definitely are. It's incredible. Check them out if you get. I will. Chance. I will. We I'm went gear tips from Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We have another question. The student there. becomes the teacher. <laughs> Mike Coley wants to know if you have mobile recording ability. We have never done that. No. That's never. We uh, have tossed that idea around. Yeah, mm -hmm. Here's the problem, and this, this is set up, and it's probably a pain in the ass. Well, yes, mm -hmm. but here's the real problem, and this is going to sound conceited, but this is how we are. Pedigree of the shop. So what we have at the shop currently what we offer people, the, the equipment that you get to use. Hard to find better equipment in the world. The room that you're recording in. Well, not just, all I'm just it. saying the preamps. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. All of the, the console, the, 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 I can't take that with me. So for our pedigree point of view, for us to kit ourselves up, gear ourselves up to be adequately sort of comparable to what we can offer um, it's a lot of money. That's just really, quite frankly, the, the I mean, it's 15, 20 grand. And yeah. it's staff, you know? I and mean, then we who's are, doing it? And we time. are a one-room shop. We pride ourselves on being a ma and pa shop. We're very hands-on. It's, you know, it's boutique. And if we have a band with us for five weeks, we can't duck out on a Friday no. night and track something. Right. No, it's, and I'm not hiring somebody. Yeah. It's just, uh, so we have come very close. Yep. But it's never... It doesn't make sense at the end of the day on the bottom line. Yeah. There's not enough of it to make sense to buy the equipment that I'd want, and I'm not going to buy the cheapo crap right. and just do it like everybody else can for three grand. Yeah. That's that's for me. That's not good for the brand. You know, mm -hmm. it's just uh, somebody else can do that. Like that's you said, cool. the pedigree of the studio. Yeah, and I know that's, uh, but you know what I mean. There's no five thousand dollar Mercedes. You know what I mean. And I, that's well, it's quality control. You know, anybody who makes anything should have some sort of quality control. You can't have you know this bottle going out all dented and leaky. Right. You know. You know who taught me that? Tommy from Pizza Classic when yeah. I worked there. He was like, "It's mm -hmm. consistency's the key. You establish that watermark, and you just never." dip below that watermark mm -hmm. and it's tough shit if the band's no good mm -hmm. tough shit if this tough shit if that you make it make happen it work. you know what i mean but there are points where you go that's a losing proposition 
and that the mobile thing is a losing proposition because then to Pam's point, okay, great, we got all the gear. Now we go to some rehearsal room and it's a complete disaster. It's never going to sound good, I no mean, matter what you do. And all you're you gonna... could bring the console, but, you <laughs> exactly. know, the room is not the space to be recording it. And the mm-hmm. problem is, it's not a problem, but the truth of the matter is that you know, you like you look at the thing and go, who did this piece of shit? <laughs> a big and, blue. You know, I'm never going there. We have a facility <laughs> and a house. Yeah, just come do it just with come us. To Properly, yeah. but I know. But you can—I I get what he's his saying. Point is it like, would be a lot of fun. And some bands, truthfully, they are uncomfortable in the studio. They don't right. want to go to a studio. They feel like yeah. it's the man, yeah. the pressure. Yeah. Well, and they, it's corporate. It's the man. It's, and it's red light fever. It's what you said. The right. pressure. pressure too. The pressure makes you Absolutely. not be able to perform right. You know, but it would be a lot of fun to record. I know what he's talking about. It'd be a lot of fun to I'd do. I'd love but... to go to some dude's house in a, mm-hmm. or a cabin in Old Forge and spend two weeks with him oh, by the fire recording. Yeah. It'd be fucking great. Yeah. You know, if I could do it the way I wanted to do it, but right. then, I, then I'm 25 grand in and I just, like, you know, <laughs> if I had 25K, first of all, uh, I'd be putting it in probably the studio. Well, if Dave Grohl's asking you to do it, you're fucking doing that's it. A well, that's, that's a different thing. That's a different banana. You're doing that's it. Exactly. If I mean, there if, were ever an opportunity we couldn't pass up, we would totally right. if, do if it. If Al called, uh, you know, yeah. yeah, we'll be right there. You know, I mean, I mean we're insane. We, everything, we do stupid shit. Our entire life is this business. I know people think we sit around eating bonbons all day, but our entire life is this business. We have... We have structured everything about our existence to be able to do this twenty four seven, and we so work fucking hard. We work really, we've had really hard hour weeks. Yeah, oh, yes. you know, you know, I know. It's not. It's any I've small business it. owner will tell you the same thing. You're the janitor and the CEO yeah, all absolutely. at the same time. You have to if you're putting your heart and soul into you it. You have it. to put the and time why into it. Do it if you're not doing it like that. Exactly. I mean, we're both very extreme people, and so when we say we're going to do it, we do it, and we can't do that with mobile recording. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Isn't he glad he asked? <laughs> Jay Schnitt saying he love you guys. Uh, uh, we is love he here? You too, Jay. Is he home now? He's, he's, I don't know where he is. He's, he's always somewhere on the globe. Yeah, I was going to say, he's probably <laughs> he's like on a mountaintop in Peru again. <laughs> wow, we flew Jay through an hour. Jay is super talented. I know, and dude. These guys are all so talented. You know, people, so much talent in this People area. really need to get out. We can never get out because we're always working. But you got to get out there and support your local venues, support your local bands. You know, everybody great started as a local band. and. Mm-hmm. We have a wealth of talent around here, and I really encourage people to get off Netflix and get the fuck out and go see some music. Go see some music. Go talk with people that aren't on your phone. Support your Please, local music. Please, for the love of God. It's why we do this podcast every yeah. day. Support your local yeah, music. And, Support and your and local God arts. You, man. you the always have and the events and so much love and respect or, for you. One Z. way or another, bud, you've always, you've always, you've been. You're true blue. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> we've been in your wake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wake? Yeah. You know. yeah. You're like, oh, there's Z. Uh, there you You're the real goes. deal, Anthony. Oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> I love you guys, too. Right back at you. We've had a lot of fun throughout the years, and you know, Jeff made me cry a couple times. And <laughs> but Really? I can die now. Nah, we've, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's good, though. But, yes, w- one time, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you if they're interested in recording an album or even just coming to have maybe a consultation visit with mm-hmm. you. How do they get in touch with you? Sure. Um, BigBlueNorth.com. Or we're on Facebook, Big Blue North Recording Studio. Give us a call, send us an email, smoke signals, you know, see us around the water cooler. Bear with us sometimes if we don't call right back because, yeah. again, we are the whole deal. Yeah. And if we do have a session and we're, you know, working 12 hour days, we can't always, um, we don't have receptionists and things. So give us a day or two, but we'll get back to you. Email's always. great, you know, always. Pam at Big Blue North or Jeff at BigBlueNorth.com. 
that's the best way to get us. Excellent. Great catching up with you guys. Nice so to much see you, love, Maria. Yeah, we need to collaborate on some things and hang out again and you know reconnect. Well, we reconnected today, but mm -hmm. uh, just getting together and hanging out. I miss that. I, I miss getting you. You should open a bar. No, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm we done. Hang out. You should get mobile recording studio. <laughs> well, I will if you will. How about that? Oh, God, no. Let's bypass this whole idea. <laughs> Let's just have beers. I love Gabe saying T-shirt time, BBN, down with the stiffness. <laughs> oh, no. The stiffness. I love it. You're the stiff lord. <laughs> Great talk, and he loves the three of us. So we love you too, Gabe. Love you too, Gabe. One day we want to do a street rock reunion one of these days if we can ever that would be get a fun it together. Thing, huh? I would love mm -hmm. to, man. I miss that band so you gotta much. you got to pull Mandry back over here which seems like it's going to be difficult he's doing great see. man he is he's really doing seems good like i'm proud well. of him well dude that's where he i mean he does you yeah. know yeah you it know it, it's it, all it's I exactly where he should you know. be exactly it's exactly where he should be well thank you guys so much for coming in much love out to my sponsors got to give love and respect out to knife Volkswagen in rome stop in their showroom see why all the customers love their knife vw if you mention disruption network 250 dollars off that vehicle purchase so go in there i got a promo code go in there check out their inventory at knife dub of Rome.com. Also, EJA Moving Services, when you're ready to move the studio, call my man Eddie up at 315-335-0516. He pretty much move whatever you need to move. If you've got an elephant, he'll figure out how to move that thing. Okay. Uh, gym equipment, any of that so stuff. We'll, we'll have to you want to move that console somewhere, yeah, he'll move say, it for you. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> we got maybe heavy stuff. When you got that mobile recording studio, Eddie could be your roadie. All right. Come on, Eddie. <laughs> you can hit him up at EJAMoving.com. Um, also, much love to Utica Hemp, too. Check out all four of their locations. They got one in Clinton, New Hartford, Herkimer, and in uh, in Clinton, New Hartford, Utica, and in uh, Herkimer. <laughs> so, anyways, check out their uh, locations. They've got a lot of stuff that if you are interested in CBD, you could try some topicals. They've got food. Go there, get a sample. If yes. you're a little hesitant about CBD because it has the whole hemp word tied to it, if you're a little hesitant, and let's get out of this reefer madness way of thinking, people, because that shit's long gone. Long gone. Look hemp at us. We're pillars of success. Hemp is helping the world, and it's yes. and it's curing cancer, and it's helping with PTSDs and depression and everything, even childhood, um, childhood Parkinson's disease and seizures. And I had stage four cancer I, for five years. Mm -hmm. I lived on this stuff. It kept me from getting on opioids. It helps me every single day to this day with pain management, any kind of nausea that you're having, arthritis. It really is a natural miracle. And I'm so proud of those guys for they're expanding and doing. They're doing a really good thing for people and, you know, do well by doing good. Pam right there is a testimonial yeah. of why CBD yes. should hemp. be used Woo. by you and if you're living and it in It keeps Pam. me from being a total asshole. <laughs> that too. <laughs> he's a, he's also a, very good for a lot of people. He's a tolerable Absolutely. asshole now. Tolerable now. <laughs> a tolerable asshole. You can visit their website, UticaHempCo.com, or stop in their four locations. Improve your quality of life with CBDs. Also, I got to make mention too we are doing a little charity benefit bowling extravaganza if you will and it's coming up on december the first on sunday sunday december first the day uh, a couple days after thanksgiving it's bowling for the bahamas all for the bah for a Bahamas oh, relief nice. fund, we're, oh. we're getting Hurricane together relief. and we're gonna bowl. We get a whole bunch of teams together. It's twenty. Where is it? It's gonna be at the Panorama, and oh, it's cool. December the first. We're doing it from one to five p.m. From one to four, we're gonna have team bowling events, and it's like twenty bucks for a couple games, including your shoe rental and. 100% of the proceeds are going to go to the Bahamas Relief Foundation. I used, to bowl. I used to bowl. Did you? Yeah. I could see you being like I had like, my my um, 
a that Lebowski. Was the only athletic you're like the thing Lebowski. I ever did. You're the dude. Yeah. yeah, I could see it. Well, that's great. You're doing that for Hurricane Relief. Those people, I think they've been forgotten and they're still living in it. Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Good for you. So we're getting together. From, so from one to four, we're doing team games. So come on, bring your team down. We're doing teams of five. And then from four to five, we're doing the Celebrity Bowling Challenge. And we got a couple local celebrities in the house. Is that gonna, you? Gonna, no, no, I'm not a celebrity. I don't like to look at myself as a celebrity. Yeah, you I, are. I don't know about all that. Yeah, but Genesee Joe, Jerry Krause, a couple other friends. Are You're going to be them soon. If you watch. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's going down December the 1st from 1 to 5 p.m. at the AMF Panorama Bowling Lanes. That's 1724 Genesee Street in Utica. And big love to our friends over at Holy Pizzoli and the Panorama Lanes for letting us do all this stuff. Much love to all our sponsors. We wouldn't have these conversations if it wasn't for our sponsors. So thank you to all our sponsors. And thank you, Pam and Jeff, for doing some great things in the community. And keep going. Success and nothing less. And I got a lot of love for both of you. So thank you for all that you do. And Back yeah. at you. Back, back at, at you, you, kid. Back at you. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to have a little Halloween party. So if you want guys want to come back, I have no guest plan. I'm just going to leave the door open and have people come in and well, costume. That's Ooh. kind of all you uh, need. I'm a little wow. scared. <laughs> yeah. I'm a yeah. little scared yeah. of what's yeah. going to happen yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah. It's, Why don't you put some candy out there? Yeah. <laughs> Trick or treat. Huh? Especially in the hood. It's a mm-hmm. perfect place to should put be candy It should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it should be interesting tomorrow. A little Halloween party. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks again, guys. See you soon. Thank you. See Thank you. Thank you for calling the EC Radio Attitude Adjustment Line. Press 1 if you need a good slap in the mouth. Press 2 if you need a stern verbal lashing. Press 3 if you need a timeout. Press 4 to respond to the voices in your head. Press 5 if you need to talk to your mom. And if this is an actual emergency, please hang up and call someone who gives a shit. You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC Radio. Only on the D! It's Bowling for the Bahamas and Celebrity Bowling Challenge to benefit the Bahamas Disaster Relief Fund. Sunday, December 1st, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. AMF Panorama Lanes, 1724 Genesee Street, Utica. Come have fun and enjoy a few games of bowling for a good cause. There will be prizes, food and drink specials, and some special challenges mixed in along the way. $20 per bowler or $100 per team includes two games and shoe rental. All proceeds go directly to the Bahamas Relief Foundation. That's Bowling for the Bahamas and Celebrity Bowling Challenge, presented by Disruption Network, Holy Pizzoli, and AMF Panorama Lanes. Sunday, December 1st, 1724 Genesee Street, Utica. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. 
Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome or visit us online at nivwofrome.com. Want to know what's going on at the D? Hit up disruptionnetwork.net and check out our events calendar brought to you by the Events Co. Find out about upcoming guests, special events, concerts, show schedules, community activities, and more. Get connected at disruptionnetwork.net. 